All right, Chris. All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School, New School podcast. I am Will Charles Egan, and as always, we have Chris <laughs> Meekins. Hello, hello. We are finished with the Baller for Jesus series, yeah. and now we have an, an just a one-off topic. It's really, it's really funny, though. Let me go back mm-hmm. that how I feel over the last ten weeks that I have been pushed in every mm-hmm. one of those areas, and yeah. and I'm like, okay, this is what this is what you want, and yeah. so you're going to have to work at them. And so mm-hmm. uh, I hung them up. I printed them out. Hung oh, yeah? them up in my office, there and you go. I look at them every. Couple once days. A day. <laughs> Every once in a while. I try not to sit in my office. I try to, you know, make yeah. sure that I'm whatever. So, anyway. Well, that's good, you know, because it's, we very much were preaching to ourselves in some regards. Yes. Because yes. sometimes I needed to hear the things yeah. that I was saying to myself. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to work on that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. How's, how's your week been? Bridget? Good week. Nice. Good week. Only one meltdown this week. Only one the, meltdown. Yeah, well, that's one. good. Yeah. And I was just exhausted. How about yeah. you? So, the, the, Roommate situation still going well? Yeah, roommate's fine. We we haven't fought or punched each other or beaten each other up yet, so that's still good. Yeah. It's it's weird the things that you discover about, I mean, not just the individual themselves, but about living with somebody else. Yeah. I think that's what college is all about. Forget the education yeah. part. It's <laughs> right. learning to live and play well with with others. With others. Yes, it's like kindergarten, but for adults in that you're relating to others in a new way. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm an only child. I've never really lived with anybody else my age ever before. And it's quite obvious that I'm an only child sometimes when you talk to me. But I, yes. <laughs> yes. For well. you that aren't watching, yes. Yeah, that's uh, clear. And I mean, I lived with my parents, obviously. But now that I'm with somebody that's my age, it's like, oh, this is what it's like to have to sacrifice your own pride and dignity just to maintain calmity in the house even with little things like hey man do the dishes do you think that's one of the the more difficult things for young people today is um especially with college being Mm -hmm. so expensive and everybody's like yeah you can't go to college or you got to stay at home right um like when i was in the navy Mm -hmm. in the navy Navy. do you know what's on the of course I don't, Chris. Village people. Oh, you know, well, yeah, I don't, yeah. Was it 76? Come on. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Who do you think I am? But anyway, uh, you figure out mm-hmm. how to get along with people. Yes. Otherwise, there's there's trouble in paradise. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that uh, that's probably the hardest thing about being in your early 20s mm-hmm. is saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm either going to live with another uh, a woman or a uh-huh. man, you know, as a... Uh, what is that called? Roommate? Roommate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Roommate. We're not dating. We're just roommates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> right. Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the society we live, it's like, well, wait a minute, I have my rights. Mm-hmm. But but when you share a, a place with somebody. Yeah, when you share all, a space. It's called death to self. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's the beginning of yeah. death to self. It's self-sacrifice for the betterment of the relationship. Yeah. Right. Because in like a marriage, for example, it isn't you put the other person on the top of the pedestal. It's you put the marriage itself on the top pedestal. Are there are there, um, are there there uh, subjects that you guys are taboo in your, at your... We talk about pretty much everything. I mean, we we go all in. We'll have other Christians come over and we'll we'll get into the nitty-gritty of things. You know, we have this one kid come over and we'll have him on the podcast here soon. His name is Cheyenne. He's a really cool kid. 
And I mean, he's like really gifted in some regards and we're, you know, like rap is evil and taboo and nasty if you're a Christian, but he is an amazing rap artist and he's naturally gifted with lyric lyrics. I mean, he's a lyricist and they just come out. They, I mean, the way that you see him freestyle, if he has any rhythm, he just starts going and you're like, what? This kid's gifted. So Christian rap is a thing. And we think that he is going to do that one day. But that aside, I'm thinking, go ahead. continue. <laughs> but that aside, we wanted to talk about speaking of taboo. We wanted to talk about a subject that for a lot of Christians is a hard one to tackle. So we're already on a subject, another subject that I'm still. Looking yeah, right. we're still wait, what was I thinking about earlier? Joe Lamar. Yeah, that was something that we wanted to discuss because on this podcast, we feel why not be authentic? Why dance around? Why beat around the bush? Why dance around the subject? Is this a Christian country is this a christian nation and where do christians fall into the united states of america where do we find ourselves because a lot of people i mean you'll hear tons of different perspectives from christians you'll hear you know the founding fathers were all christians and this is a you know god-given gift of a country and you know in god we trust and you know our inalienable rights endowed to us by our creator and all these different references to God and that this is a Christian nation. And then you'll hear the other side where a lot of people are like, well, everybody has in the First Amendment the right to practice any religion they want, freedom of religion. And so right. the separation of church and state should be the ultimate priority. So you'll have both ends of the aspect. And then you have Christians where you hear both of those. And it's like, well, what do I do? And of course, us being the ultimate expert on anything, faith. Yes, we are. Right. We're the best. We, we <laughs> totally know what we're talking about. And we're totally qualified to talk about this. We figured, why not throw our name in the hat? Right. And try to talk about it. Right. Because we, we don't know. Well, I, I, when our kids were younger and we, we homeschooled for like a week and a half until we couldn't do it anymore, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like the most painful episode yes. for everybody. But that that um, group of people were very uh, back then, and this we're talking early '80s. We're talking mm-hmm. about um, Ronald Reagan, Reaganomics, and yeah. Things. But but um, you you were like, no, we're mm-hmm. a Christian nation, right? We right. are the church. The school should be ter- teaching Jesus. Oh the yeah, school. That, when I God. did homeschooling, there was a lot of that. Yeah. Still, so, so you're like, okay, is it is it true? Mm-hmm. Um, should they be teaching it in school? I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the bottom line is you're there to teach pe- people the things of the world. Right. Yeah. And how to think and how to think cr- critically. Yes. This is what these people think. This is what these people, this mm-hmm. is where this, you know. And so um, do I believe that uh, Christianity along with other religions should be mm-hmm. allowed to be t- absolutely sure. I know I well maybe we'll get voted off the island here. <laughs> so do you think other religions should be taught in schools as well? I don't, I don't. I think there should be a religion class and helping people understand the differences mm-hmm. that they bring to the table. Now the problem with that is who's ever teaching it is going to be biased. They're going to spin on it, right? Right? Exactly. They'll have a spin, mm-hmm. just like when you know you talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, people with red hair. You mm-hmm. have a certain spin to Right. It. I think they're the worst. No. <laughs> I, that's a very good point. Because people, especially when it comes to religion, it's the most deep-rooted part of yourself is like what happens after you die in your faith. And so if anybody's teaching that, there's going to be some bias. Like if you have a Hindu man teaching about 
all of world religions is they're going to spend probably more of their bias on Hinduism because that's what they believe. Or if you have a Jewish person teaching about world religions, they're probably going to just dunk on Christianity because they don't like Jesus. Right. Because they believe that he was a blasphemer that tried to start a rebellion against And other Judaism. people think he was just a prophet also. Right. He's just a prophet. Yeah, one of one many. One of many, exactly. And so what we wanted to address is where should we put our beliefs in this wide arena of questions and many different people have answers and things. And so I, I remember we were talking before the podcast. I have an idea. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Go ahead. We should get, uh, uh, Greg Stubbe to come on here. Ooh. It's a Christian yeah. senator. No, he's a congressman. He's a congressman. Yeah. And we'll even go to his house and say, Hey, oh, yeah. can you talk about where you're, that's a great idea. Now we have to just enact it. We're going to put it out in the world. We, we have to carry it out. We're going to put it out into the right. universe. Okay, so go one ahead. day. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was remembering uh, one one Q and A that I was watching of uh, Ravi Zacharias, where somebody had, and this was in 2012 when the election between Obama and Romney was happening, and so he asked, "What should we do as Christians? Should we endorse this candidate who is Mormon because?" Christian Christianity and Mormonism are different. And so it's like, should we endorse somebody that isn't Christian? And so I, there was an, it was a really interesting answer. The sum of it was it, it doesn't have to be that they align with us religiously. It is, are they going to do the, the job that they have? Well, are they going to steward it? Well, because there's a couple of examples where Jesus was saying to respect the authority that was in power. Like in, and we have our Bibles here today. We, we have a, we have Bible verses. He's got the real, I've got the uh, digital. Yeah, the old school and new school have uh, switched places here. So there's a, there's a passage in uh, Mark 12 where it talks about paying taxes to Caesar. So some of the Pharisees and the Herodians, uh, they came to Jesus to catch him in his words. And they came to him, they said, teacher... We know you are a man of integrity. So they're trying to like, you know, deceive him here. They're like, we know that you're a good guy. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are. So, but you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. And so they're trying to catch him in his words here. They say, is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? Because the Jewish people did not like the fact that the Romans were in control of them. Okay. And so the Pharisees were like, well, clearly God doesn't want us to be in control of these Romans. Should we be paying our taxes to the big guy? And so Jesus knew their hypocrisy. And he says, why are you trying to trap me? He asked, bring me a denarius and let me look at it. So they brought the coin and he asked, whose portrait is on it? And whose inscription, you know, who's on this coin, this denarius? Caesar's, they replied. Then Jesus said to them, give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God's. And they were amazed at him. And I think the ultimate point is that's not the right question. It's not, well, it, should we be governed? Is, is it have to be the utmost importance that our leaders are Christians? Do they have to be Christians at all? I think that isn't the ultimate point. It's kind of like what I was talking about last episode is you have that eternal perspective. Okay. We're only here temporarily. You know, the what ultimately matters is... Are you going to heaven or are you not? What happens in eternity? Because this life is getting us ready for eternity. And is this a Christian nation? Is it not? 
ultimately, I don't think it matters as much as the question of are you going, are you a citizen of heaven or not? Right. Are you an American? Are you a Christian American? What kind of American are you? I don't, I mean, what matters more is are you a Christian Christian? And I've obviously, I'm not, you know, taking away importance from the fact, obviously it is important to know what country is on your birth certificate, but what is the most important is who are you serving? You know, are you serving God? Are you serving money? Are you serving lust? Are you serving, you know, the desires of right. the heart, right. of the flesh and things? So, But then human nature shows up. Exactly. And that gets in the way quite a bit. I think that that's really where the bigger problem is. Right. It's not so much are, are we a Christian nation. First, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, the... Op, the uh, my point is that the are we a Christian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and true. are we living a life for God? So, I think that the key issue here mm-hmm. is if I'm want to do, we'll talk politics, which I okay. hate. I hate. Oh, same here. I hate it. But I here we go. It. But here we go. The issue is: Are they allowing me to have? Is are they allowing me to have a free choice? Mm-hmm. See, because that's really what I believe. American was built on. You yeah. have a choice. You have a free choice right. because they came from England. Right. And because they had the, for, for, uh, religious freedom, mm-hmm. they yep. came here and they've got freedom. And so it was right. based on that. You're free to worship. Yeah. God, God the way that you want to, that, that you see it, not from under the state's guidance, not mm. from will right. or Chris's guidance, not right. from pastor Randy is as, as godly as he is or mm. pastor Jonathan, not it's, it's just, it's like, so what I loved when I first became a Christian, I'll switch gears a mm-hmm. little bit is, uh, my pastor, pastor Donald, he, he, um, he would get up there and he would teach. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same thing's happening at, at my church at Bayside. Yeah. Is that he gets up there and teaches and it's, he's not like, and if you don't do that, mm-hmm. you're going to go to hell. Right. And if you don't do that, you're really going to be disappointed. God, mm-hmm. they're not being codependent, like as in manipulating me to do right. something. Yeah. They're, what they're doing is they're saying, you're smart people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what God's word says yes it's your job to go home and ask god what that looks like Mm -hmm. well move that to the government as i believe it's their job to say we're going to provide you Mm -hmm. a place where you can you're free to express your religion that's why people from around the world Mm -hmm. come here because they're like well i'm allowed to express my freedom well we were so used to so many people having Christian beliefs, right? How, how do they say it? Uh, Jado, Judeo-Christian values. Christian values uh-huh. for, for so many years, and that was the norm. And if you didn't do that, they'd hang you. Right? Yeah. You know, there was a little. It's a little extreme. Yeah, a little extreme at sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or they they stone you to death, or they uh, the witches. What they do the witches and oh Salem. yeah the Salem witch trials. And yeah. All that. yeah, that's yeah. like crazy. That's man. very that's that is because people are concerned about the separation of church and state. And I yeah. think that's marrying the two. Yeah. And so, and so it's, we have a, I, I believe our government is really supposed to be set up for us to be free to make my decision. And mm-hmm. that's the same way God comes towards me. It's like, 
well, I'm offering you this. If you want it, right. it's yours for the taking. Yeah, it's free gift. You don't have to accept it, right? But it's free. But if you don't, that's it's your it's your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a couple more verses here because a lot of people will. It's like, okay, well, you're not really answering my question. Is this a Christian nation or not? It's like, yes, this was founded by Christians. But you ever watch those like historical fiction documentaries of the founding fathers? creating like the writing the constitution and coming together and this is what america was founded right. on yeah they were all on a knee while they were while they were signing right papers. exactly I'm on a knee praying and hoping and signing my name to the declaration of right because signing their name was also like a, a declaration of treason mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and a, yeah. a lot of those movies were made by like the mormon church they were all sponsored and funded by mormons and so they paint the founding fathers to be these like saints where they're all perfect Christians and, you know, hold on, let's pray before we begin the Continental Congress of the United States of America. It's like a couple of them weren't confessed Christians. I mean, a lot of them were, obviously. They were Puritans. But like Benjamin Franklin might not have actually been a believer. And so... You can't say that. How dare you? (laughs) That's not true. It's like, I don't know, man. Do do the research yourself. But I think what what is really important is... When it comes to religious injustice, that was a thing that Jesus got very mad about. So whether or not this is a Christian nation or not, when it does come to infringing on our belief, then the Lord got mad. Like, Jesus did get upset. And it's funny because I look at Jesus getting mad. I'm like, oh, I get mad. See, I'm allowed to be mad because Jesus got mad. But I'm mad in traffic for other reasons. And I'm I'm mad because my way isn't. Right. I'm I'm saying other coming things. into existence. Yes, I'm saying things so, that Jesus. So you had another verse. Yeah, it's uh, there's two here. Matthew twenty three thirteen, and uh, it says, "Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to." So these. These Pharisees were making it very, very difficult to obey the full letter of the law and get into heaven through righteous acts. And so these Pharisees themselves weren't able to because they were they were manipulating and twisting the word of God. And so that was a religious injustice because those who were helpless to get into heaven because they didn't know what they were doing, their teachers were blind guides, it says here in verse 16. If anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? And so he's like, you're, you're valuing money and riches more than you are the place where the Spirit of God is. Do you think that, so are you saying that sometimes we go, well, we're a Christian nation because it's benefiting me as a citizen mm-hmm. that when it's a christian it 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 benefits my right. way of thinking mm-hmm. versus um i guess i don't want to go down this path but. <laughs> here we go <laughs> well the, you know it's the argument that i have with um fellow believers between mm-hmm. the republicans and democrats right and and i have a friend that's a social worker owned a social uh a child uh um Adoption agency and oh, also, cool. uh, um, what's that when they put foster care? Foster care, okay. Yeah. It was a private business. And he's like, well, it's really difficult to vote Republican when mm-hmm. when they're 
holding back money for me to give to help yeah, families. Absolutely. And then there's people are like, it's pretty difficult to report, re, uh, vote Democrat when mm-hmm. they, uh, as a, uh, the abortion issue. Mm-hmm. And so, sure. and so it's like, okay, my side is here. And so anything that they do, it's going to benefit me. Right. I, I, I have a verse and I want to go in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking about Nahum. Mm-hmm. Nahum's the guy that uh, he had leprosy. Okay, yes. And and he uh, went to the king and he says, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm totally paraphrasing this. <laughs> he says, I got this leprosy. And he's like, I, I need you to write me a letter mm-hmm. so that I can go see uh, this uh, Elisha dude. Right, yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I'll write you a letter and I'll give you, you know, all this mm-hmm. money and everything else like that. And so a lot of times, and I'll stop with that, yeah. a lot of times we use our political, the political, even though we're like, well, they're, you know, they're blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I, I want you to get my son into the Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. Can you write this recommendation? Yeah. And I will kiss your butt. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll vote for you. Forget Whatever. that you just did this and that and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Forget that you were not well behaved. Mm-hmm. Certain people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is why this is why this is such a difficult. Oh, absolutely! Process. It's like tiptoeing around because you want to go. This is why Trump is who he is. This is why Biden is. Who he, mm-hmm. You want to go that, but it's like, right? I, I really want to be open minded here. Yes, <laughs> but anyway, so he writes him a letter and he goes in there and and he's like, because I because the king wrote me this letter, mm-hmm. I have this influence. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we pick sides because. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're helping me out. They're yeah, they're doing up. us favors. They're hooking me up. Sure. Yeah, and that's, I think, one of the issues with having you get two options is you're, you're like, maligning your, your beliefs because you got you got two options. You've got Donald Trump or you've got Joe Biden, and this is their set-in-stone list of beliefs. It's like, well, what if I want to believe this and this? Like, I... John F. Kennedy Jr. Right, yeah, you vote independent now. Not there's John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, there's different options, but it's it's hard to vote when you have unique beliefs. If you don't subscribe to two parties and you feel very strongly right. that abortion should not be legal, but you also believe that we should have a lot more funding for the foster care system because it's very right. broken, right. what do you do? Who do you vote for to support that? Because the candidate that I want to actually be, like if I wanted to vote for Rand Paul or Ron Paul because I lean libertarian, it's not going to happen because he's right. probably never going to be president because he doesn't have enough support. Your option is... Although I like what he says. Yeah, I like him a lot. I really like Rand Paul. He's libertarian. He kind of subscribes to the like, you can choose your own beliefs like what we're talking about. But he's not probably going to be in the presidential office because your option is... Donald Trump, which is close, but it's not everything that you want. Sidebar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Sidebar. Um, what's a libertarian? Libertarian. So there's like left and right. Okay. And then there's libertarian and authoritarian. So they're kind of like the other options. It's like having a, like a, a diagram, like a political map. You can either be left or right, or you can be authoritarian, which is up, or libertarian, which is down, which is like libertarian, less government, authoritarian, more government. Okay. And so I would say if you want to have this open practice of religion in this country, 
you would lean more libertarian. Whereas if you have more of like the church and the state are more involved, that would be more authoritarian. That's what I think. Okay. My limited knowledge. (laughs) And my limited. So let me ask you this. It it drives me crazy. So they go, well, they want, they just want power over me. Mm -hmm. Whoever. Right. They just want power. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you mean to tell me that Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. she just wants to have power, and she's willing to do these things. So she she has no clue about me, right? I mean, is it power in politics mm-hmm. that addictive? Seems to be. I mean, a lot of these you know lifelong politicians that are in the game, you could say for you know fifty years. Like Joe Biden has been in political office for. I don't even, what, 50 years yeah, or something like long that? long time. A long time. Nancy Pelosi, decades. Long time. Decades. I mean, there are people that are dying in office. There Donald was, Trump, 15 minutes. 15, yeah, right? And he's total opposite. <laughs> but there are these lifelong politicians, and it would seem that, it, you know, it's power hungry or something like that. And so Christians will look at that, and they'll say, well, they're trying to infringe on my right to practice and all this, and they don't want me to have freedom of whatever it is. And ultimately, I think when it comes to what Jesus said, you know, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, you have to have the hope that the authorities are going to do well. Like, you want to have... You you have to have good leadership. Right. You want things to go well for your country, right? right? I would say, even if you don't like the person who's in office, pray that they do well. Pray that they have the wisdom. Because... Ultimately, it's like, yeah, you don't like them in office, but do you want to see them fall? Because if they fall, then you fall. Right. Right. They're the ones who are in charge. So, yeah, obviously, you're going to disagree with them on a lot of things. But really, when it comes to more important matters like your own personal freedom or, you know, how much you pay in taxes, if you wish, if you prey upon their downfall, that also brings you down with them, too. Well, there's a price going to be paid. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, can I read another verse? Yes, please. In uh, Matthew 23, 23 and 24, it changed gears here a little bit. It says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you've neglected more important matters of the law. So what he's essentially saying here is, well, the Pharisees are following everything to the letter of the law, and they're doing everything that would seem right, but you're not paying attention to the really, really important matters. You have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides. You strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. And so I think when it comes to this verse, this is what really is the crux of the issue, is when it comes to the question of, is this a Christian nation, we get caught up in the wrong question where Jesus is saying it's not about what you tithe it's not about what you give it's about having justice and or practicing justice having mercy on the people because in this context he's talking to Pharisees who are religious people in charge of you know leading people in their walk with God and for us we get caught up in is this a Christian nation should we be praying before our congress it's like i think you should pray regardless you should hope that your government does well. 
you right. sh- you right. should practice you your should faith. Pr- you should have the, the success. Yeah. yeah, you should have the the ability to practice your faith. Yes, you should have the right to choose your faith. And what is most important is you pray for the success of your government, <laughs> because people will say, "Well, that's Nancy Pelosi isn't subscribing to my beliefs, and I don't like her." And it's like. Well, yes, Nancy Pelosi does a couple of things that I wouldn't subscribe to personally. However, I want her to do well for what she's passing in Congress because that directly affects my life. And ultimately, it's not about what happens in my citizenship of the United States of America. It's what happens in my citizenship of heaven. And so so you go, go a little bit deeper in my mind, what you're saying is it's it's not necessarily what them following the political lines. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure there's a few Republicans that are pro-choice yeah. that are Republicans, but they follow the party line. Yeah. I think there's Democrats that are pro-life, mm-hmm. but they're following the party yeah. lines. They're just it's following the letter. The, 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 the rules mm-hmm. to get into the party. Right. Because if, if you're not in the room, you can't make decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, so it's more about the character yes. of the person, mm-hmm. which then you go, well, yeah, but this, neither one of them have good character. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. And so as a, as a believer, I mean, how do you, you just don't shut off the TV and which... I'm mm-hmm. trying to because yeah. it's like you watch the news and it's not news anymore. No, it's just political. It's updates. political, and and you know what channel you're turning on, what you're mm-hmm. going to hear. Yeah. Um, I always used to joke with Joyce. Um, I forget who was running for president, but I was like, I can listen to the radio and like pretty much five minutes know mm-hmm. anything that I really need to know. Right. Yeah. It's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all that say so. So when when it we got this political thing coming up, we got mm-hmm. got an election uh, coming up got this an election. year. We've got um, we've got people that are that are gonna have some poor choices mm-hmm. in their life. Right, both candidates. Yeah, but are d- going down a, a different line politically. Mm-hmm. You know, what is a Christian to do? I mean, other than pray and ask God sure. for wisdom. Or? Yeah, because. And with these verses here, what I was trying to show is that Jesus got mad at injustice. Absolutely. Especially, and his main focus obviously was the kingdom of God and religious matters. When it came to somebody treading on the the righteous practice of following and worshiping God, Jesus got very upset. And that was because they were, or he was talking to leaders that were almost like political leaders. You know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees were those who were in charge of the temple and the taxes and they they sort of not only gave religious law but they gave political law in the government uh as well in israel and so i think when it comes to political matters righteous anger is absolutely something that christians can can experience when it when there is something that's passed like a big law that was passed was uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. Right. And so a lot of people got very upset and a lot of people rejoiced because of that. And I think when it comes to something that if infringes on the word of the law, which is the Bible here, right. if something is passed in law that contradicts what is truth in the Bible, religious anger is absolutely, r- righteous anger rather, is absolutely in store because we are 
I mean, we're told that we're allowed to practice our religious freedoms. And if that is infringed upon, unless you do it, yeah, (laughs) I think you have the ability to contact your congressman or your senator and be like, Hey, I am not in favor of this because this infringes on the truth. So let's, let's take this another step. Mm -hmm. So I was having a problem with a guy a couple weeks ago, and I think I I shared this on the um, podcast that, uh, and I I have no control over this guy. I have absolutely no control over it. And so the Bible tells me that I need to turn this over to him mm-hmm. and believe that he's bigger than he's bigger than me. Right. Which uh, what? what? Of course. And and that and that we we have a saying here in our house, I'm gonna tell my daddy on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I'm just saying that I've watched my wife do that over the years mm-hmm. that people tried to do things to her ministry that mm. are now uh, they're nowhere to be found. Right. And she would go, all right, God, I'm, I'm giving you will Egan. Yeah. And I, Lord, you're going to have to take care of him. I'm mm-hmm. totally releasing to him. Yeah. I had to do it with my kids when they were, when they were struggling, you know, and poor choices yeah. got on the side of my bed and I'm like, okay, God, I, I cannot deal with this guy. Right. I don't know how to change him. I've tried everything he's yours. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a place where we truly believe this is where the difficulty is. Yeah. God, you're bigger mm-hmm. than the U S government. Yes. You're bigger. And so I'm going to believe, but I'm going to actually trust you mm-hmm. that you can, that you can, yeah. that you can fix this. He is in control, obviously. Because that's things. really at the end of the day. And so if I do that, so I have to learn how to do that, though, in small things. Yes. Yeah. I have to learn how to do it with my kids. Start I have small, to learn, sure. I have to learn how to do it with my my pastor. If he mm-hmm. says something, I, I can't believe they asked me to pay my tithe this week. What, right. What's yeah. with that? Yeah. You know, but I have to, okay, God, I'm going to give you Will. I'm going to give you Joyce. I'm going to give you Matt. I'm going to give you Donald Trump. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And really, I don't want to say really believe it, but really believe it and say, no, I, I gave him. That's, you know, that's your, really your only answer when you don't have control. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going in. Go in. Here so we go. So what frustrates me with both these guys, with Biden and Trump, Mm-hmm. Trump, it's so frustrating because, like, you're standing here, like, you, you've you got everybody is, like, digging what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. The world's going great. Right. Shut. Shut up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Please and, and, shut up. But it's who he is. He's yeah. like, no, I'm going to talk. And I'm going to tell you everything you want to know. And then mm-hmm. you're like, uh, we've been begging for someone to just be straight up and honest with you. All of a sudden we get somebody and people are like, yeah. you're talking too much. <laughs> right. That's a very good point. Right. On the point. other hand, I've been alive for 67 years. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been a voter since I was 18. Mm-hmm. He is by far the only one that ever kept all the promises that he said he was going to. Sure. Keep. Yeah. He, I mean, he did. He did everything he, he said he would. Shut Shut up, please, for your own good. <laughs> okay. But then he he's a man of his word. Yeah. Now, has he got a good character? I don't know. Maybe There's a not. lot of stories out there. Yeah, that's true. On the other hand, I, I think of Joe Biden. I'm like, okay, he's like older than dirt. <laughs> Ancient alien. 
but he's he knows the system. He knows how yeah. to work the system. Right. And he he doesn't even have to do interviews. He knows how to work the system. <laughs> Joe, well, I think Joe Biden doesn't do interviews for other reasons. But I think when it comes to, yeah, he knows the system, but is he doing it for the right reasons? Yeah. And that's, like I said, righteous anger. But, you know, Moses's tool when his army was battling was worship. And I think that's that's because... You can only do so much, and when you've come to the end of your own ability, you got to surrender it to God, right. like you were saying. you got to pray. You have to worship because Christians fight on their knees with their hands up and surrender because right. they're giving the battle up to God. And when it comes down to our, our citizenship or our ability to vote, your, your ability in politics, it's like you were saying earlier, this is a republic, so... What we're doing is we're electing an official to go represent us in government. Right. We're not actually knocking on the door in Congress and going, here's a bill I've proposed and I want you to pass it. Right. Our ability ends at our vote, which is a very strong ability. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're voting with our money every day. When you buy something, you're voting for it. Right. You're supporting it and you're giving them your money. Which like you used to say with the TV. If you don't agree with it, shut it off. Shut it, right, exactly. Go figure. Yeah, right. And so our vote is are very important tool. And it's kind of like how our, our, uh, our work is with our faith is our vote per se is our worship of God. We continually choose God every day. We vote for him and we say, God, I'm going to support you because well, you, heck you support me. Even when I suck, that's called grace. Can I get an amen? And amen. Yeah. You're electing God to represent you in the spiritual world and in the physical world because there's only so much I can do. My ability falls very short, but you are God and I am not. Your ability is much more than mine. So I'm going to elect that you represent me and you go out and you fight my battles. So so our faith is not in any person. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Is that a biblical concept? Mm. Uh, our yeah. faith is actually in God. So mm. I'm going to go backwards a couple steps. Go I, ahead. I know this is what we do. This wrong. is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> So earlier you said, oh, there's some surprises of having a roommate Mm because I've always been the only child. Right. And the world revolved around Will. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I know it still does. But it does. uh, But then you move into a house and you find out, oh, Mm -hmm. there's some part that I didn't know about. Yes. I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I don't know. Right. I hate that saying, but it's It's true. It's about as true as Mm -hmm. it comes. Well, the same thing happened to me when I started this business, oh, okay. bought this business. I'm like, well, I didn't know that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was going to yeah, happen. You're learning new things too. Uh, okay, that's going to change my opinion about A, B, C, mm-hmm. and D. And I think what happens, we don't think that it happened. We think that we think that these people we elect mm-hmm. are beyond that. Right. They see all things. Yes. And the truth of the matter is, I mean, that was one of the problems that Trump had right at the beginning is mm-hmm. like he was in an arena that he was dealing with some pretty. Some new stuff. New stuff. He had and, never dealt and with. And dark, dark shadow people. Oh, yeah. You know. The shadow government. The, the, the deep state. De- deep state. Yeah. yeah, that's the word. He he didn't know how to ma- manage the deep state. Right, yeah. Come to find out that they were, you know, I'm not saying anything about deep state. You guys are great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for legal you. reasons, we love. Yeah. The deep for, state. for for my own safety reasons. <laughs> uh, but but he didn't know. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. And and they were going after him. They were going after him. And I'm sure there's people doing the same thing for the other party. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So so you get into this, and 
you have to make decisions that you don't necessarily like it. I'm sure that when mm-hmm. they bomb another country, they're not like, oh, okay. You know, there's like they show on TV. We watch, oh, yeah, we'll only lose $250,000 yeah. uh, people. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some agonizing. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think of, think of Bush. Uh, Senior? George no, W. George W. Okay. You know, ever since he left office, uh-huh. he, he's not been seen. Oh, yeah. And he uh, he paints yes. to get off uh, his, uh, and yeah. he learned how to paint yeah. uh, from his PTSD of dealing with all the stuff that he had to do right. that was against his nature, mm-hmm. but it had to be done for the safety mm-hmm. of our country and wh- whatever. Right. And so here we are, we're like, you know what? That's baloney that yeah. they did A, B, or C. Uh-huh. Yet I don't know really what's going on right and so that's where i think what we want to conclude in this conversation is that hey you you need to put your foundation in jesus mm, and if you think the government's going to save you right gonna, if you think pastor randy's going to save you <laughs> right ain't gonna happen. Yeah. if you think chris and will are going to save you gonna, <laughs> certainly not <laughs> you, you need more help <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but if you think anybody's going to help you mm-hmm other than God. And that's the hard part about becoming an adult. Right. You think, well, if I get this job, then everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. If I get this degree, everything's going to be fine. Yes. That's not true. No. I heard a saying, and we'll, we'll close on this. I heard a saying once from one of my mom's customers. She cuts hair. I was just, she cut hair at the house. And so I, I was just in my room. And from across the house, I heard, if you're expecting the government to love and support and care for you, it's like expecting a wild cat to love you. If you really think that the government is here that is 100% always in your favor. You got your priorities in the wrong place. It's not happening. Right. The, a lot of the government now serves itself. Yeah. You put your faith in Jesus because he is the one that will love and support carry for you. The only thing that's for free is your salvation. Yeah. That's that's. And you go, God, words words God, God I, need, I need you to help me in this tribu- tribu- tri- tri- tribulation time. There you go. Tribula, tribu- Tribulatory time. That's a <laughs> mouthful of words right there. Yes. Please check in again. Uh, but I need you. Yeah. And I, I, can't, I can't even trust that my family is going to fulfill my needs. The only mm-hmm. thing that's going to fulfill my needs. Then I'm going to make a good choice, and then I'm going to live with it. Right. And on that note. Boom. Boom. We solved world <laughs> hunger and world war. <laughs> we figured it out, Chris. <laughs> Trust in God. Trust in God. I don't think we'll ever work from there. Yeah. And then just do what you think is what God's telling you to do. And when you do that, that's when you go, God, I was obedient. Easy enough. Be obedient. Be obedient. See you next week. See you next week. Subscribe. Like and subscribe.